Welcome back to Before They Call Me Coach, where we dive into different Springfield College coaches' lives before college coaching. I'm your host, Sean Doyle, and today we're joined by women's lacrosse coach, Coach Kristen Milady. Coach, welcome to the show. Thank you. So if you could, uh, to start, um, just give me a little, give us a little background of where you grew up and what your life was like when you were a kid. Yeah, I grew up in West Hartford, Connecticut, not too far from Springfield College, and I have uh, three siblings. I'm the oldest of three, and I have a brother and two sisters, and my family was a family of teachers, so I grew up being surrounded by, you know, going to gyms a lot. My dad was a physical education teacher. My mom was a special education teacher, so I had a lot of exposure to going out into the schools at a young age, and my dad did a ton of coaching at the youth level growing up, um, helping coach myself and my siblings. And then um, from there, he actually really got involved in coaching uh, females. So he did a lot of coaching at the high school level, again, coming off of my sisters. And so I got exposed to coaching at a young age. Also, um, my dad was a pretty strong athlete. He was a football player and a basketball player at Northwest Catholic and is in the Hall of Fame there. So he clearly grew up um, playing a lot of different sports. And, and my mom was a big supporter of sports also. Right. And which sports were your favorite when you were growing up? I think back then I did a lot of sports. So uh, I mainly soccer. I didn't get involved in lacrosse until my sophomore year of high school, which is okay. pretty unique nowadays. But I did a lot of basketball, just playing pickup basketball and indoor track in the winter season. So I was a big soccer player and actually went on to play D1 soccer my freshman year and then ended up transferring to Springfield and playing two sports. Okay. Um, did you have a dream job when you were growing up? Didn't have a dream job. I feel like teaching was instilled in me. Um, talk about genetics. I, you know, I was just surrounded by a family of teachers. So I always felt that I was going to do something with people, <laughs> mm -hmm. giving back to people. And then um, when I got into high school, I really got involved in lacrosse and was starting to burn out a little bit with soccer. So I think um, really what got me engaged in the coaching profession is working through college, just trying to get as much money as I could while being really busy. Uh, we start, I started an indoor lacrosse league during my time at Springfield College, and that was in the tennis court. So from there, I was able to coach a lot at a young age. And I think that really started getting me into um, coaching. And then also being a phys ed major at Springfield kept me going um, with a lot of a lot of mentors going through the teaching profession here, instilled me and motivated me to do what I'm doing now. Mm -hmm. So when did you really know that lacrosse was your sport? Was it when you did the one year at uh, the D1 college you mentioned and had, didn't play and then you came back to Springfield to play or was it before then? Or well, I think the beauty of starting late didn't burn me out at a young age. So I went to school at St. Bonaventure to play soccer and then I got injured. And when I came to Springfield, I um, got approached by the lacrosse coach here and then gave it a go. And from there, it was, um, I never stopped. And here I am right now. Did you have dreams of playing in college when you were younger? I did have dreams. I think, again, the times were a little bit different. I knew that I didn't want to stop playing a sport. So soccer was the opportunity that was given to me and it matched up pretty well with being a phys ed major at St. Bonaventure. 
Um, and, and to be honest with you, I, I kind of resisted a little bit the transferring of colleges, but at the time that was the right thing for me and, and it ended up being the best thing. So right. how did you land on Springfield college during that transfer process? Were there other schools that you were considering or was it just either stay at St. Bonaventure or come to Springfield? I wanted to take a semester off because I was injured and um, my mom had said, you know, if you take a semester off, it might not be the best thing. So she brought me up for a tour at Springfield. And again, I resisted, but um, my mom was pretty adamant of knowing that this would be a good fit for me. So I trusted the process and luckily it worked out to my advantage. What was your college playing career like for both sports? I played two sports here. I played soccer and lacrosse. I only ended up playing two seasons with soccer because I was student teaching. Uh, Again, I'm using the word back then, but back then it was pretty rare that you student taught and played a sport. Okay. So um, I chose lacrosse over soccer um, Mm -hmm. during my senior year and I had a lot of success. I had a lot of great mates. I had a coach that was there consistently for me for four years and um, I think just in general, it was, you know, a good experience. So it allowed me to stay in the sport in between that and doing the lacrosse leagues throughout my college time to keep up in with the bills and everything that goes along with going to college. That combination of being really interested in the sport and loving the sport, being a phys ed major, and then also having the exposure to coaching during the college really kept me going. Right. When did you know that coaching was something that you wanted to do? I always liked helping others, I think. And I really started to know that when I got my first PE job and it was a private school and it was pre-K through middle school. And, uh, job was that I had to coach after school Mm -hmm. and I really loved coaching the middle school but I was a little bit frustrated because I wanted to coach at a higher level Mm -hmm. so that's when I really knew that I wanted to coach and then I end up uh, taking a leap of faith and leaving that job that I loved a ton but I knew I wanted to coach a higher level and took a head coaching position at the field with field hockey at Connor High School and that was a sport that I had no exposure to but it was the only job that was open and they take a they took a leap of faith on me and I was a head varsity coach at 22 and then a month later after I took that job the head coaching position opened up at Central Connecticut State University. And again, another administrator that took a leap of faith in me and I was doing both. I was coaching um, part-time as a head coach at the D1 level and also part-time coaching field hockey at a high school right down the road. Probably something that one would not be able to do these days with um, (laughs) the demands that go along with coaches coaching. So I think just going out of my comfort zone really got me to know that anything is possible. And then from there, I was coaching a lot at the high school level, ran a club lacrosse program, and then the opportunity at Springfield came up. Mm-hmm. Now, like you just mentioned, you've coached at multiple different levels. Which one do you have a favorite? And if you, and if you don't, like, what do you like most about each level? 
I like the higher level. I like the youth level. Um, right now, as we speak, we're prepping for a coaching clinic. So mm-hmm. with the youth coaches, so I don't have a favorite right now because I'm at the college level because I love that. <laughs> um, and every day is a new day, right? So um, there's never a dull moment. I'm constantly challenged minute by minute, second by second. But I also love um, my Lax Plus being head of a Lax Plus um, club that is gets kids going at every single level at all different skills. So I think right now my college, the college level is my favorite, but I also have a passion to helping at the other levels also. It's a very tough question. <laughs> right. Now I saw that you went to Walden University for your uh, graduate school. What was that like? That was because I needed to get a master's to be quite frank. <laughs> and I didn't have time because I was coaching to go f- in person. So when I did that online master's program, it was really because I didn't have time to go in person, which that would have been my preference. Mm -hmm. Um, Back then online, doing online master's program was very rare. So again, Springfield College taking a leap of faith of me, Mm -hmm. knowing that I had a master's in an online program, which was very rare back then. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I did get a lot of good things that came out of it. But it was, you know, it was more focused on educational leadership. So I think just that was just a good program to open my eyes to technology in general, mm-hmm. which is a big part of my job these days. Right. Now, how did you land back at Springfield College after you were done with Central Connecticut State? Was it just luck because the job was open or was that your plan all along? It actually wasn't my plan. I left coaching at the D1 level because I needed a full-time job and right, they weren't going full-time. So I went back into public school teaching and was full-time, I would say probably for four to five years after leaving Central. Mm-hmm. And at that time I was coaching at the high school level and okay. couldn't get myself into a full-time uh, head coaching position at the high school level. So mm-hmm. I went back to Hall where I went to school and was an assistant there. And another leap of faith that um, coach that I actually played under she gave me a lot of responsibility. So I think that helped a ton being able to be an assistant, but also be given a lot of responsibility at the high school level. Mm -hmm. And I was quite frankly, happy at the public school teaching and coaching, but an alum reached out and said, can you please apply for the position? And I was about 28 at the time said, all right, well, I'll go through the interviewing process. And I happened to not get the job at the first time around. And then the second time around, she called me up again. And she's like, can you give a go at it again? And I said, sure. And so I gave it a go and Springfield hired me. And I've been here for 13 years now, going strong. <laughs> do you ever think that you'll go back to the division one level? Or are you, do you think you're going to stay here for the rest for the long haul? Division three is where my passion is at. Okay. I love being able to still give a balance to these student athletes that can really focus on their academics Mm-hmm. and enjoy playing a sport at a high level of lacrosse. So um, to answer your question, uh, no, not with Division One, and I am completely happy, happy with the way um, Division Three. well, currently at the time it is at and still being allowed to give them a balance and they're competing at a high, high level. Right. Now you mentioned your Lax Plus Club. Can you talk us through like what that is exactly and your involvement in it and how important that is to you? That all happened from 
starting a league in the tennis courts during college, when, again, when I need to make some money. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it grew into um, just bigger leagues. Mm-hmm. And my cousin was playing lacrosse at the high school level during the time that I was coaching at the high school level. And she needed a place to play. So I started a team going off of the leagues. And then that team ended up getting pretty big right now. My club has a probably about 12 teams between youth and high school, give or take, depending on the season. And um, I have a business partner also. So it's a way for me to supplement my income um, and also be able to still follow the NCAA rules and be able to kind of balance the recruiting at Springfield College and still be able to um, help the sport grow in many ways from the youth level, starting at third grade, all the way up until 12th grade. Mm-hmm. And it's run out of East Windsor, uh, Connecticut. There's a bubble there and it accommodates the Hartford, Connecticut to Western Mass area. Perfect. You love staying busy. <laughs> well, that's part of the job. <laughs> no, other, no other way around it. <laughs> right. Now, one final question. I know, like you said, you're very busy. So just one last question for you. I know you still have a very long uh, coaching career ahead of you, but when it's all said and done and you end up retiring, um, what do you think is going to be the one moment that you look back on, one highlight, proudest moment while you were coaching that's going to be that one, like the one moment that you think about? I have a long time to go, so retirement is not in the near future. Right. or just say one moment because there are a lot of luckily moments that I will always remember. But I think the biggest thing um, is our alums coming back every year. And just if they aren't able to come back, the text that they send. Um, and that to me always reminds me through the good and bad days that um, we're making an impact on many and they're making an impact on me just as much. And bottom line is there's not just one memory. There's a ton of them. So my goal is to keep creating these memories as, you know, times get a little bit more challenging with things on their plates in general, the student athletes plates keep growing. So just to keep those memories going strong is my goal until it's retirement. But right now retirement is not anywhere near. <laughs> right. Far, far in the future. Yeah. Far, far <laughs> in the future. Right. Well, coach, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to meet with me. I really appreciate it. And good luck with the rest of your season going forward. Okay. Thanks so much. Take care. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye.